I remember I borrowed like 700 quid from my dad and then I was like, give me a week and I'll pay you that money back. And I pressed a thousand CDs, traveled the country, sold those thousand CDs for a fiver, a pop. I made five grand back, gave my dad his money back and then I went partying with that money. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'm Elle Devine and you're listening to Growing Pains. Today, I'm joined by my friend, brother, and main music collaborator, Okan. I met Okan around three years ago performing a song at Think Tank, which is a venue in Newcastle. I think he was like one of four people in the room. (laughs) Um, He introduced himself after the show, and days later, we got in the studio and made the songs that would be both of our tickets into the music industry. Now, Okan has just signed a publishing deal with Tiny Temper. Congrats, man. Thank you Um, so much. And he has songs out with Becky G, Mr. Easy, and is also the fiancé to my sister and father to my beautiful nephews, Roman and Remy. Hello, Okan. What's up? What's up? (laughs) How's it going? Thanks for being on the show, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Nah, that's all good. Um, So I'm just going to tell you a bit about what this is. As you know, I'm a singer-songwriter. And my main inspiration when it comes to songwriting are my experiences navigating through adolescence. So I decided it would be a cool idea to invite my friends, family, and just generally cool people to the recording studio and chat about their own coming of age stories. Fire, let's do it. So to break the ice, um, I asked you to bring a photo Uh, of you when you were a teenager. This is the photo. Oh my god, wait. Can I just say that he has pulled this straight from Google Images? Yeah. This isn't a photo that he's found like in a, a photo album. Like he was <laughs> yeah. fucking famous. <laughs> no, I wasn't famous. I used to I used to rap in it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. um when I was a teenager and so, um I was part of a group called Game Face Family and nice. we used to um release music locally and um yeah, and then I had to quit that to start to focus on production because I wasn't really a good rapper at all. <laughs> I know. don't know, man. <laughs> no, well, yeah, you have to be real with yourself at we'll, some we'll point. We'll put some of this is um is like rapping stuff over. over <laughs> no, please and let, don't. And let the public decide for themselves. No, please don't. You had do bars. That. <laughs> I didn't have bars at all. So what's going on in this photo? What was this? Photo? Um, well, it's just me and uh, four of my other friends who are part of the band group or a rap group or whatever you want to call it. And I'm pulling a mad weird pose. You <laughs> really don't want to see this photo. He's got. They're gonna see the photo. He's oh, like. He's biting his lip. He's got like a very like serious like. I know. Like face on the go, and yeah, he's biting his lip. He's got his like two hands like separated as if he's like about to grab about someone. like yeah grab someone or just like clasp his hands together. Uh, yeah, and, like, weird, very very weird. <laughs> pretty, I, don't, yeah, I don't know I've why. I've seen did anyone that. do that before. Yeah, it's quite original. <laughs> like it. Um, so who was that person in the photo? Um. That person in the photo was younger me, I guess, obviously. Yeah. But um, it's not it's not that somebody that I am now. And if you could describe that person in like three words, what would you describe them as? Um, not very smart. Not very smart. Okay, sick. You're the first person to do that to like yeah, actually make a real? sentence. Out. Yeah, yeah. Not, not very, very smart. Why weren't you very smart? Just because that that person got you where you are today. Yeah, man, it so. did. It did get me to where I am today, but. Obviously, you have to make a lot of bad decisions for you to learn then how to make the right decisions. So hence why not very smart. <laughs> okay. Does what, that make any tell sense? Tell us a bit more. Well, how come? What a, what would a typical day kind of night be for that Okan? Like what would you be doing? Uh, no responsibilities. Okay. Um, partying a lot. Nice. Um, well, that came with the rap lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> you went for it. Yeah. And I was young, but... 
you know, I wouldn't change anything. Yeah, it, it brought sure. me, it, it made me who I am today. Yeah, um, how, how old were you in that picture? Um, I think I was like 18. I looked like I was 18. <laughs> and where, like, w- that photo was in Newcastle, right? Yeah, yeah we did a but... photo shoot in Newcastle and... Um, yeah, we just it, actually it was like a it was a video shoot, and because we were running on a budget, we did a photo shoot at the nice. same time as as a as a video two shoot. Two birds, one stone. Like yeah, that. two birds, one <laughs> stone. Yeah, but it was quick one because like I like I think we only took like three photos, and this was one of them, and yeah. that ended up being like the cover of the 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 the, the project at the time. Sick. And yeah, would I you, mean, would, would you say that you grew up in Newcastle? I yeah, I guess I lived majority of my life in Newcastle now. I moved here. I moved to England from Azerbaijan. For those who don't know, well, I guess you won't know. But yeah, I'm from originally from Azerbaijan, mm. uh, the capital Baku. I was born and raised there until I was twelve, and okay. then we moved to London. Lived in London for a little bit, and then we moved to Newcastle. Right. So and, you, yeah. you were there for a while, though. You still kind of like kind of grew up half y- and half, y- I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm twenty. Twenty. Yeah. I was a kid, but I'm twenty-eight now. So technically, majority yeah, of my yeah, life I've been here. What was yeah. the the main difference between like growing up in Azerbaijan and then growing up in England? What would you say like? Oh wow! Or do um, you do you think that like do you think growing up in Azerbaijan until you were like twelve kind of influenced the rest of your life? Yes, it like, has. Yes, it, it's very, yes. very, very has it. It like because Azerbaijan, especially at the time, it's like you know, like Azerbaijan just came out of like like it was it's like former former soviet union so mm. you know it's like if you if, if for anybody that doesn't know what former soviet union is it's a it's a it was a very communist it was a communist place so just coming out of that and then moving into the western world was a complete life-changing experience right so what was that the main difference for like if you if you were if you had like grown up as a teenager there what do you think like the main difference would have been like not the same opportunities, not not the same amount of support. Maybe I have. I mean, I haven't been back to Azerbaijan since I moved here. Maybe things have changed there now. I don't. I really don't know. But when I was there, there was not enough opportunities, not enough support from anybody. So you were kind of just on your own. Mm. You you know, like you and your family, you've got to just survive. There was nothing. Nobody could do anything to help you from anywhere. So it was just really? yeah. It was just like you on your own, really. Like if you if your if your dad didn't have a job, you could end up homeless, broke, dead, whatever. Like you know what I mean. Nobody would help you, apart from family, really. If if you have family to help you, yeah. But yeah, there is no like there was no support from the from the authorities or whatnot. You Do you think I mean? that like gave you the the drive that you have? Do you think that's yeah, where that comes yeah, yeah. from? Yeah, yeah, of course. It's just like um, overcoming adversity, mm. and then. Like, like, especially when I lived in Baku, it was at the time, like, it was very rough. We didn't live uh, in a in a nice part of Baku. We come from the ghetto, if that's what you want to call it. Mm. And it wasn't nice at all. <laughs> who, who, who did you grow up with? Like, who was in your family? Uh, just like my me, two of my brothers, my mom and dad. There's five of us in the family, in the immediate family. Obviously, my dad... And my mom have like other family who live in Azerbaijan still. Um, yeah. Yeah, but it was just like, you know, mm. it's like live to survive kind of thing.
hard for you coming over and then going to school? Like, what was school like? Well, I when I when I first moved to to Newcastle and then I went to school here, it was very very different. I didn't like like teachers were so much nicer for one. They mm. didn't hit you here. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like and and uh, like I said, I don't know what it's like in Baku now. Maybe things have changed, but when I was a young child going to school, teachers mm. were allowed to hit you, and I did not like that. Oh, Nobody yeah, did. Crazy. I don't think it's crazy actually because my dad on the, we we just yeah. had my dad on the podcast and he was he was talking about the same thing. But I mean that's crazy because that was in the sixties and um, we're talking about like the late nineties. Yeah, late nineties, early nineties, late nineties. Yeah, I was I was born in nineteen ninety. So mm. from when I went to school, like nineteen ninety five, wow. I think it was just that's crazy. it was just like <laughs> fighting so, or, or so you abusive teachers. Here, uh, yeah, the school here was much better, much better than I remember. But I was like young when I moved here. So it was still kind of I was still like adjusting to being a person, if that mm. makes sense. Like I was still growing up and right. even moving over here. I didn't really understand what was happening, why we right. was moving here. My parents made the decision to to move away from there and provide a um, to try and provide a better life for their kids which they did. And if it wasn't for that, then I wouldn't be where I am now. Yeah. So I'm so thankful for that. Yeah. Um, and I owe it all to them. 100%. Yeah. Um, what were you like at school, though? Like, what was... When I first moved here, mm. I was very shy. Uh, but That's I so also... funny knowing you now. I can yeah. never imagine I was very shy. shy, but I never took shit from people. I, <laughs> like, funny enough, um, when I went to school in the first lesson, within the first half an hour of me entering my class, I had a fight. <laughs> what yeah. happened? What went down? Well, I I end like I I uh, I got introduced to the class, and obviously even in Newcastle, I didn't go to the best of schools. I went to like a r- rough-ish school, and um and they sat me next to this chav, if that's what you <laughs> want to call it. Yeah. And I don't remember. I didn't understand English at the time. He was saying something to me, and then um he did something inappropriate, and. Me coming from where I come from, you just don't take that. And I just had a fight with him, and then I got um, suspended that same time, same day for first day. You got yeah, suspended. for yeah, first within first the first man. half an hour, I got suspended. Yeah, did for that like, kind of stuff keep happening? Do you feel like? Well, no, because when I when I did that, uh, other people must like people in the classroom must have seen it and be like, "Don't mess like, with Okan." Maybe like, <laughs> don't fuck with him. <laughs> just like don't don't try. But obviously, over the like over the course of time that I was in school, there was. Things that happened, obviously, I had loads of fights and yeah. growing up in did biker. You, did you get in like a lot of trouble growing up? Yeah, yeah, because like I was, I grew up in biker, so it wasn't easy in biker either. Yeah, <laughs> it was just. It's funny because like, um, and like, when I was in Azerbaijan, because I'm white, like I, I'm white, and people in Azerbaijan are white, but they're a bit more darker than I am. And they thought that I was Russian, so I experienced experienced racism there. And then my, when I moved over here, I experienced racism here. So mm. it was just like you couldn't couldn't escape it. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like it was just like you come from one adversity to another adversity, but then you have to overcome that and just you know think. I mean, it's not it's not like that now because people like if I if I spoke to someone, it would take them a while to realize that I was foreign and and racism is not as as such of a thing in Newcastle anyway as it used to be when I first moved here. Right. In think- in my area, I don't know about how it was in Mong Seton and Whitley Bay and stuff. Well, I don't know. I mean, that's what I was about to ask. Like, do you think that is because we're up north? Do you think things would have been different if you'd if you'd moved to, like, say, London or something where it is so much more multicultural? Do you think, yeah. like, it, that kind of bullying was 
and racism was way harder growing up yeah. in Newcastle and in, in a biker yeah. as well. Yeah. Where people probably have like way more ignorant yeah. ignorance, yeah. But then yeah, I get I guess I guess so. But I guess if I lived in London and they like my family was to be put in a by the gov like by the government or whoever in a in a council estate in London, then the council estates in London um gang populated and stuff like that. So things yeah. could have turned out worse. Right. You know what I mean? Like not necessarily in a racism way, but you know what I mean? Like right. like I know people who who have moved up from London who come from like a different background just like I did, but they've moved up from London to Newcastle to escape the gang life. Right. Does that make sense? Right. And when did you first get into music? Um so I first got into music when I was 15 years old mm. and um the the way it happened was I had, I started attending this youth club called um Streetwise. Yeah, Streetwise. Yeah, Streetwise, yeah. And uh they had like a program on um in Streetwise for young people like myself who come from different backgrounds and um to to find a safe environment for them. Yeah. And to keep them off the streets. That's so amazing, yeah. you know, because I know so many, like, there's so many people that wouldn't have taken advantage of that opportunity. Yeah. So, like, that in itself, like, you going forward and going to the streetwise yeah. is like... I wanted to because I didn't, like, like I I just wanted to be part of something that's that where I was accepted, you know? So, yeah, um, yeah when I, I, start, I started going to streetwise at the age of 15 and, like, attending crunk meetings and... Um, it was uh, well. Um, shout out to Fred. He was my youth worker. He's like, mm-hmm. it's helped me change my life really. And um, so Fred uh, is a youth worker at Streetwise still to the, till this day now. And um, he had this idea of putting on an, um, like an under eighteen event. Um, uh, I think it was like each month. I think if I'm correct, I don't remember mm. off the top of my head. And um, it was uh, the idea was that it could be run by like a help run by people like me, like ch- children like me. And we used to go to these crunk meetings every Monday. Because I, I remember like in the at the Metro, like they would hand out like flies. flies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and probably would have been me. I used uh, to... You honestly probably would have been still yeah. at school. Like, and, yeah. I, and I was just saying to my friends, like, let's go, let's go. Yeah, this let's under go. 18 night would be yeah. so fun. Yeah, yeah. That, it used to be fun, honestly. It was... You probably li- did. Did you ever stand outside Jasmine Metro? Yeah, we used to go everywhere. I would 100% yeah. take a leaflet off the Yeah, event. definitely. We used to like, and we used to design all the leaflets ourselves. Everything to do with the event yeah, was so handed cool. to us by the youth workers, obviously controlled by the youth workers. Were to they make good sure the we events? Did... They, yeah, like, it was really, really good. It was like, there was like, it used to get uh, pa- packed out and then it gave uh, the young kids the opportunity to perform and showcase their ta- talents. So hence why it like it gave me a platform to go on stage because I was in, interested in music. It gave me like a platform to to be able to perform and stuff mm. like that. Obviously, it had to be clean, no swearing. You know, um, it had to be like respectful towards other people and whatnot. But um, it still like it gave a platform for young kids like myself to to be able to change their lives and and follow their their passion rather than yeah. be on the streets hanging around. I don't know, drinking or taking drugs or whatever. You know That's what I mean? Amazing. Yeah, so that was amazing, and then from then we got the opportunity to to like because we uh, the, the more funding we got, the the more opportunities we had to book like our fa- uh, favorite artists at the time. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. So yeah. who did you book? Uh, uh, funny enough, uh, 
at the time uh, we booked uh, uh, Tiny Temper had his first ever show yeah, in Newcastle. This crazy, by you. yeah, and it was that's like it was crazy. it was our idea to bring him up here. Yeah, wow. Yeah, it was idea, and it was way before Pass Out. It's like I think Tiny himself would have been like about maybe seventeen or something like that. I was like fifteen at the time or whatever, and that's like crazy. I used that's to I remember like... going to to school listening to Wi-Fi in my headphones wow. and stuff like that. And that's crazy. That's like the definition of full circle. Like, I know, yeah, right? It's crazy. Like. like yeah, like good mate signed to him. I know. Like, yeah, yeah. It's it's mad. I was speaking to him about that. It was it was crazy. It's like what it, like it's like such a small world, isn't it? Like mm. the way things just come around. And yeah, so um and then yeah, we we had Tiny Temper performed there. We had N Dubs when N Dubs were just so blowing cool. up. Yeah. You know, like when um like way before they even like became proper massive. Uh, we had bunch of like uh, grime artists or like um, grime pop artists or whatever. Uh, come up because it was like a mainly an urban mm. urban event um but yeah it was it's it's crazy it was really good and it gave us the opportunity to support these acts as well yeah so, so then you wanted to become yes, a rapper and like yes, get on stage these yeah people. that's it yeah so we used to give, have the opportunity to open up for them and that's what um led me into to to becoming a <laughs> that's crazy. do you remember rapper? your first your first bar your first like first. Rap, what do you think was the first thing you ever <laughs> my first lyric was uh, I'll tell you <laughs> so funny so Come on. <laughs> it was so funny my first lyric was like oh can't that's what my name is all I need is a deal and I'll be famous hey, <laughs> there you go now you got the deal and nah, but I'm, I'm, yeah I don't want to be famous though. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is at those times I didn't like I was still learning English yeah. So like, is that? Do you think that is that? Did that help you? Like, yeah, in, it, it helped me a lot. It helped me a lot. And and um, funny enough, I've met I've met this guy called Devin at at Crunk. Oh, yeah. He he was um, Devin is a lot older than uh, me, and um, he got booked to DJ at the the event. And he was also a mu- he's he was a, and still is a music producer. And I met him at that event, and um, he then took me under his wing and taught me how to mm. to produce like at the big very at very very beginning of of me wanting to get into music and um and then yeah eventually he ended up moving like a couple years later he ended up moving to i think like it was dubai or somewhere else and then he just gave me his studio wow. studio equipment his equipment i used for years and years and years and which was which where like I was making music of it, which got me my first publishing deal, like my wow. very first one, a few years back, and yeah, it's crazy. And then obviously after that, I was able to buy my own equipment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's crazy, crazy, right? Yeah. What were you What were you into when you were like making music? Like, was there any songs or artists that you had? Yeah, on it was. Yeah, it was like it was a lot of UK stuff that I was into at the time, mm. um, like Wiley, Dizzy Rascal, Tiny Temper, N Dubs. Um, there was a, a hell of a lot, like there was just like grime was gonna come up as well. So there was mm. a lot of music that was like inspiring us, the young kids. And obviously, I was listening to the uh, to American music a lot as well. I was listening to like G Unit, Fifty Cent, like Young Buck, yeah. um, Eminem. I was huge fan of Eminem, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> yeah who wasn't? Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, totally right. And um, yeah, and that was like that was what inspired inspired me and. Uh, Honestly, like I remember watching Eight Mile for the first time <laughs> yeah, and I those rap battle scenes and stuff like that. It was just like <laughs> that was like one of the most. I remember. I remember that time. It was like one of the most ins- inspiring moments. Yeah, I was just like, wow. <laughs> 
like, how old were you when you were in like the game face family thing? Yeah, the we're, we're set, like that. That whole thing happened around when I was like 17, 18, and then we started doing like started taking music more seriously. We started like um, uh, releasing music videos. Mm. I started producing everything myself. I was producing all uh, of our so songs. Every yeah, game face every song every game face song was produced by me, recorded, mixed, and mastered wow. all in my bedroom in, in my mum's house. That's crazy. Even yeah. I like when you show me the videos and um, yeah. and the other people that you kind of like associated with. Like I, I know I knew all those people as well. Were, yeah. You actually like all of those people were like yeah. pretty. Big in Newcastle. Yeah, like, yeah. We, everyone we did, like, we did, did make, all right. Like we did make a name for ourselves. We you had like Evolution Festival, yeah, which was yeah. a big deal. Like big back deal, then yeah, we did well. we did Evolution Festival two years in a row. Um, we did every single festival that you can think of in the northeast. Yeah, we did like uh, literally like every every single festival that we could get our hands on. We was booked for. And um, we did. We performed in pretty much every major nightclub in in yeah, Newcastle. Yeah, I remember you supported JLS, right? Yeah, we supported JLS. We supported Tiny again. Years later, we supported N Dubs. We supported um, uh, Ironic at the time, who, who wow. was doing yeah, st- a so bunch of names. I don't. Even, we supported Tiger. Oh, yeah. Really? We supported oh, Tiger wow. at um, uh, House of Smith. That's mad. Uh, we supported, uh, remember that group called Teach Me How? You know, they, they had yeah, that song, yeah, Teach yeah, Me yeah. How. Did, oh my God, that's so crazy. Yeah, we supported them um, when they were at the prime. We support, Yeah, just, yeah, we've done so much. We had like a that's following. Crazy. You really like hustled for it. You always had like yeah. really good, like small ideas on like how yeah. to, how to get things out there. I mean, you were like, weren't you like on the street, like giving? Oh, yeah, them? yeah. So um, I went to college. I went mm-hmm. to Newcastle College for a year. Mm-hmm. Um, when I uh, fin- the year finished, I tried to reapply for uh, the next year's course. Mm-hmm. Newcastle College didn't accept me. What? Yeah, it's crazy. crazy. Yeah, they didn't yeah. they didn't accept me. They said, "Oh, you don't really have a like a a, a, a skill." No, it was like, like a music production course, but you had to be able to know how to play like an instrument as well. I'd like that, I kind you know of what it is that is such bullshit because I like some of the best producers who are like yeah, killing it now have like never like properly. Yeah, I, I still tell this. I don't know how to play. I know how to play guitar, but I'm don't, I don't know like how I've never yeah. learned how to play anything. Neither That's have bullshit. I. Like I know how to get my way around a, a, a piano now, but it's all self-taught. I never went and had any totally. lessons or whatnot. And yeah, so I didn't like at them times. I was just like I wasn't really good at, at playing piano, and I wasn't really good at making music. I was trying my hardest, obviously, but who is when you're first starting out, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? And um, yeah, so they didn't accept me. They told me that you need to have a skill of being able to play an instrument. I was like, okay, they said that maybe you should go to Gates College. They might accept you there. So I went into Gates College. They did accept me. And um, I was in there for six months. And I just I just couldn't take it no more. I was like, this is not really helping me like yeah. grow and it, like as fast as I want to mm, grow. Mm. You know, like I want to grow quick. I feel like I could do it better on my own. Yeah. And I remember coming home one day and I went to my mom, mom, I'm quitting college. I'm not going back. And she was like, what are you going to do? I was like, I'm going to produce my own mixtape. I'm mm. going to write and record it myself and I'm going to um, press CDs and I'm going to go travel the country and sell them. Really yeah, and that's exactly what I did. Yeah. I, I I borrowed, Um, I remember I borrowed like 700 quid from my dad. And then I was like, give me a week and I'll pay you that money back. Wow. Uh, within a week, I was like, I promise you I will do that. And I pressed a thousand CDs and I traveled the uh, uh, UK. I went to Glasgow, Edinburgh, Manchester, uh, Aberdeen, London, wow. Liverpool, every, every major city. Um, yeah, my fr- I, I had a friend called uh, Kashi. 
Okay, You've so met Kashi, right? Yeah, 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 I used to travel with him. I had like my other friends, anybody that I could really go with. Yeah. I used to travel with them and we used to travel the country and just sell That's CDs. Bad. Yeah, I've been to Middlesbrough everywhere. And then like that also helped me to grow a fan base at the totally. time. Yeah. So yeah, I traveled the country, sold those thousand CDs for a fiver, a pop. I made five grand back, brought, came home, gave my daddy's money back. And then I went partying with that money. <laughs> yeah, because at the time, I was like, obviously, I was becoming a teenager. Like, yeah. you know, like. You had five because, grand yeah. and you were a teenager, mate. Yeah, I like. Been like yeah. I would have went partying. Yeah. Too, obviously, I bought some like studio stuff and whatnot, but it was mainly like I was like kind of just trying to enjoy myself and, yeah, you know, live that young life. And I was just like becoming yeah, a young you were... adult and stuff. And so when was the moment that you were like, oh, shit, I'm an adult now? When was it? Yeah. When was that? When I had a kid. I swear so to recently. God, so yeah, recently. Yeah. I swear to God, not even, not even lying. I before that I became an adult when when Roman was born. And what did that feel like? What was the moment? Was just, what went through your head? Like I was just like, like I need to change everything that I'm doing. Like I have I need a to, life. I have like I, it's like I have another responsibility. Like I have. It's not about me no more. It's about my kids now. So, wow. so and yeah, and that was the moment. Like it wasn't even the whole period of like when. Uh, um, Sophie was pregnant obviously like I was growing up and a lot wiser than I was obviously when I was younger but it still didn't hit me as hard yeah it's not the real mom- until the baby the moment realize... Roman came out and I was that's just it. like that's it and that was it everything on from then it was wow. just like I need to change everything and I I remember I had to, I, g- I gave up my studio um, I changed I moved out of the area like out of Baikar mm-hmm. and yeah and I've just been like kept myself to myself um, stopped hanging around with a lot of people that weren't really good for me, yeah. and um, and just changed my life into uh, to be as positive as possible in every aspect. And it's just been the That's best amazing. decision ever since, Aww. honestly. Yeah. And what would you tell the Okan that you showed me at the start <clears throat> there, at the start of the podcast when you were how old are you? Seventeen? Did you like say 18? 18, 18, 19, What would 18, you What 19, would you say 19, that, to that Okan? What would you tell him now if you could say anything to him? Just keep doing your thing, man. Really? Yeah, just keep doing your thing. That's it. Like because it. If I didn't, then like I said, I wouldn't be here. Like mm. yeah, but obviously, if I if there's like what I would also say is like if cut cut off the wrong people. Don't don't be surrounded yeah. by by the the wrong people like if if I could I would do that you know like but I guess it worked out for the best how it is now so yeah it did yeah it did yeah so it's been amazing yeah Thank you so much for being on the podcast. This has Thank been amazing. I'm so Thank glad you, you could so finally much, yeah. come on here. As always, a special thanks to Levi's for letting us use their studio. Yeah. And stay tuned for more. Hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts, follow me on Spotify or wherever you find your favorite shows to be updated with each new episode. <laughs>